Hello and welcome to Three Kitchens, a home cooking podcast. I'm Erin Walker and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Heather Dyer. Hello. Hi, Heather. And hey. Sarah Somasenderum. Hello. You got it. You got it. I'm looking at you with expectation like, is it good? (laughs) You got my last name right. (laughs) Okay, so I have a question for you, Sarah, before we start. Oh, for me. For you. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's something that I feel like you need to share with everyone. You recently posted about it on your Facebook. I'm giving Mm. you all these little hints. Last year, when we were locked inside... (laughs) Okay. You made a new friend. I did. Oh, we got to talk about Christy. Yeah. Can you oh. tell us about Christy? Okay. Oh, my word. <laughs> so, um, my neighbor, he's like this much older man and he lives by himself and I think he's kind of lonely. And, and so he makes friends with all the little creatures um around him so you make he feeds the birds and he feeds the squirrels and (laughs) and they all know his routine he's got a routine like he comes out all the animals are like waiting for him like it's like a Disney movie and (laughs) and so one day I was outside and he told me that he was going to visit his niece in BC and I think he had this hopeful (laughs) glint in his eye that I would take over from him and I'm like no way I'm freaking you know feeding the squirrels because I I can't stand squirrels they come and steal all my plants and all that stuff but then these crows started coming around waiting for their food and I really liked this one in particular because it was a really quiet crow it was bigger it was it was well behaved and I started feeding just (laughs) that one crow with raw cashews because my kids guitar teacher also studies birds for the Alberta government and so she was telling me what to feed it and, and all giving me all these tips. And we became <laughs> friends. And um, I also had these these little candle holders with marbles in them outside. And yeah. so the magpies would steal these marbles and give it to this crow who would then return it to me as a gift for the cashews. And why these magpies were doing that was because the crow would then leave a few crumbs behind Ah. for the magpies so it was all like this one big sort of scheme that was happening but I love (laughs) this crow and this crow's name is Christy and of course winter come Christy migrated um, I think over the Rockies to BC is what I understand that they do and Ah. he's back as of last week he came back (laughs) yes I was so excited he tapped on my window (laughs) like (laughs) he usually does (laughs) he stood right outside my door I came out with the cashews I had him already because I realized the crows were (laughs) coming back and I got a big stash of raw cashews for him and so yeah my friend's back (laughs) I love that he returned I just I'm fascinated by crows I have all these little crow stories and crow things that I've learned over the years and I love that you have made friends with the crow (laughs) yes and his name's Christy Christy the crow I named him Christy yeah Christy Mm -hmm. the crow (laughs) That is, I'm sorry. Thank I you for asking. It put a big smile on my face. <laughs> as long as he doesn't share any of that, those nuts with the squirrels. No, he doesn't care for the squirrels. He doesn't really. It's like care some kind them. of like bird mafia thing happening. He's like the 
dawn and there's like the magpies yeah. are like his yeah, oh, the yeah. plebes minions They're yeah the minions. minions i definitely yeah. describe bird culture like mafia culture yeah. totally mm, and i'm friends sure. with the dawn guys so you know yeah. come on yeah. <laughs> i just realized aaron was drinking out of a spongebob square pants coffee mug yeah. <laughs> it's so funny what's left in the coffee mugs this morning because nobody did the dishes last night ah. oh <laughs> i bought these for the kids years ago because they like having their own little mug for hot chocolate or right whatever. Mm-hmm. now i like it so aaron you've got like we don't even know what you're doing this is a complete no. surprise for us aha uh-huh. i'm cooking out of this cookbook so i bought what this cookbook called? many years ago um wandering through a chapters there were cookbooks for sale they were like between five and ten dollars a piece nice so I just kind of I went I you know browsed through them I picked up one that was like a Thai cooking book Mm. and it's pretty good it's got some a few recipes that I really like and then I book I also picked up this book and it's called a cook's tour of Italy and it's by Joe Famularo. Probably oh, saying Heather's, that wrong. It's a, I think something... I, I just guessed what she's making, but go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this, uh, it's a cookbook that is, it's like reading through somebody's travels through Italy. Mm. Nice. And this guy is a chef who's post, who's published many books. Okay. But uh, he's pretty, un like, he doesn't have a Facebook page. He's not on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm. This book has no pictures in it. Okay. It's all just text, which I sometimes find intimidating when it comes to a cookbook. I kind of like seeing pictures. So, I mean, I don't know why I picked this up because, you know, like 10 or 15 years ago, I was definitely not good enough to cook out of this book. (laughs) and so it sat on my shelf for a really long time and I kind of I've gone back and I've there's a few things in it that I now love okay you have you have made some recipes from it since okay yeah I have um last year when we had all of our tomatoes come out of our garden I made the slow roasted or slow cooked roasted plum tomatoes on my barbecue Mm. and um and then I popped those all into jars and froze them and so it was having these like deliciously roasted tomatoes that like I could blend it up and use it as a tomato sauce I could just toss it in soups and stews you could just eat them like this but it was just a good thing to do with all of the tomatoes we had and I also there's a an Italian lentil soup in here that I really like as well that's got bacon and a bunch of lentils and Mm. onions carrots celery and broth and it's a simple easy thing to make it's tasty and I really like it and I love how this book is written he writes this book um, and he does a little section on each area of Italy so all the different like provinces so you go from Rome and then you go to Tuscany and then you go to the Italian Riviera and he talks about different foods that he eats in those places. And he sets it out like, I went to this restaurant and this is what we ate. And here's a recipe list that will serve four to six people so you can entertain them just like you're in Tuscany. It's just, it's like going on a vacation through food while you read the book. Nice. Okay. So one of the things that I marked off in this book that I wanted to make right from the get-go, but I never have, 
is a focaccia bread. Is that what you were thinking? Oh, that is not what I was thinking. Okay. I remember you talking about, it must not have been from this book, Oh, but it was like a pie with pasta in it or something. Oh, this is in that book too. And I haven't made it oh, yet. Oh, okay. So Maybe you'll so make close, that for us close, another time. Close. Future episodes, okay, okay. same Yay. cookbook. It seems like it's getting too warm out to make a pasta baked within a pie crust. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. never. <laughs> And maybe I'll do that when we can like all get together again or something. Cause that seems like a hearty meal to feed a lot of people. She's always, she's always sharing her carbs and like, cake and, oh I'm my sorry. God, I am not doing no... that this week. So I'm kind of, I'm almost a little bit glad, even though I'm very intrigued by that idea of yes. pasta baked in the pie. I don't think mm. I want to eat it right now. <laughs> <laughs> After all that cake from last week. Yeah. Yes. Too much mm-hmm. cake. Not too much, but you know, it was <laughs> a bit too much. It was a bit too much. Yeah. It's okay. okay. Go ahead, Aaron. All right, so he has, at the beginning, he's got basics of bread, broth, and pasta. So he's got a few pasta recipes, you know, how to make a basic pasta, um, how to make some basic broths, and then how to make some basic breads. And his basic focaccia bread is a focaccia with sage, olive oil, and salt. Mm. So... I don't know about you guys, but I love the idea of focaccia bread. Mm-hmm. I love it every time I go and eat somewhere and you get that, it's like your appetizer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I've really wanted to make this, but I've always kind of been a bit intimidated by this book with it having no pictures. It kind of makes some assumptions about what your cooking skill level is. <laughs> yeah, okay. And- <laughs> So focaccia is a pizza dough bread. And since we've done some pizza dough stuff lately, oh, interesting. Okay. I thought that I would delve into this one. So this one just has, all right, a package of yeast, a teaspoon of sugar, and a cup of warm water. And you want to mix those together and let it stand. And then you put your flour into a bowl and make a well in the center you add your yeast mixture, your leaves, your olive oil, and your salt. Stir it together until a dough forms, and then work it on a floured surface, kneading it until it's smooth and elastic. Okay. I think I'm going to be doing that in my mixer. I was going to ask. Nice. <laughs> yep. Okay. Nope, we're, we're going down the right path with this. Good. I have learned. <laughs> <laughs> and so once you've kneaded your dough, you're going to put it in a clean bowl, cover with a moist cloth, and let it rise until doubled so about an hour it says so i'm going to use your proofing hack and i'm going to do the bulk fermentation if we're going to keep with our lingo we've been using that's right look at the things we've learned see (laughs) we sound so good now (laughs) right (laughs) so then once it's uh once you've got the rise done you punch the dough down you shape it into a ball and you put it back in the dough into the bowl and you mm-hmm. let it rise again until it's doubled again. Kay. So that would be your proofing step. Oh, Erin, you've got this down. Got mm-hmm. this down. Sarah, you have taught me. <laughs> okay. I have a quick question. Hey, you, you said leaves. Does that mean you're using fresh herbs in there? Um, I have some dried crushed sage. I don't have fresh sage leaves right now. If I did have fresh ones, that's what this recommends to use. Mm, but you okay. can also use the dried, chopped stuff in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe I'll find a way to grow sage or buy some 
sage fresh. I have some that grows in my yard in the summer. Ah. At least I used to, I assume it'll come back. So if I get some, I'll give it to you. Okay. Hey, if this works out, that might be the, uh, the next step. Thank you, Heather. Mm-hmm. So punch down your dough, fit it into the uh, pizza pan, or I might use my pizza stone on my barbecue. Cause you know, me, you want to brush it all over with olive oil yeah, and okay. then let it rise for another 30 minutes. Okay. So like, we're really making this really airy. Well, like you keep rising it and crushing it down and rising it and crushing it down. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when you describe a pizza dough, how, when you pop your fingers in and then it, it doesn't bounce back. Yeah. I think we're really like killing that yeast, you know, like we're, so it doesn't go too puffy. We want it to be denser and more thick. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause so what I learned about focaccia is that usually it's sold in a bakery by weight and they make these huge slabs oh, okay. of focaccia dough in Italy. And so you would go and you would buy your piece and they would sell it by weight. Oh, that's interesting. So I would never have picked mm-hmm. that. Like I would never have described focaccia bread as dense, but I, I kind of see what you're talking about now. Like it is heavy. It's a heavy dough, right? Like yeah. you're taking all that air and puff and you're kind of packing it all down into a small, right, thin package. And you put like those dimples in the top. Yeah, you put the holes yeah. in the so that the when you drizzle olive oil or something over it afterwards, it has little pockets and yes, yeah. So you don't want it to spring back out. You want to keep those little dimples in there when it bakes. I feel mm. like we've got some uh, experience under our belt. Yeah, to deal with pizza-like doughs. So maybe I'll be able to know what's going on during the process and I won't make any big mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah. And then uh, you just preheat your oven to 450, bake it about 15 minutes until it's nicely brown Mm. and serve it warm. Or or cold. It's still good. I'll take a piece of cold focaccia if you'd like to share with me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm (laughs) going to try and make this. And then the uh, Italian lentil soup that I was talking about mm. is it's kind of a staple in our house. We eat it frequently. My kids are kind of eh, lentils, but I love it. <laughs> of course and they so are. <laughs> I'm going to make this focaccia bread with that lentil soup because I think all those things sound delicious mm. together. And, uh, you know, like I just, I love this idea of making focaccia bread. I don't know if you guys remember in the salt, fat, acid, heat. Yes, series on I Netflix, do. Yes, my memory went right into that episode. Yeah, mm. but she was making focaccia bread in that beautiful kitchen in some Italian countryside. Yes. Well, Remember course, that? Yeah. So I'm going to be making this in my renovated in 1975 kitchen. <laughs> but just pretend, pretend <laughs> yeah. you're there. That's how yeah. I do it. I'm going to be barbecuing it in my backyard. Mm. There you go kids sticks and toys all over the place <laughs> it's not quite as romantic but I will be in Italy in my that's heart. right there <laughs> yes. you go absolutely oh well I can't wait I've always yeah, wanted to try too oh, I okay. once like many years ago I had a co-worker who made focaccia and would bring it in it was like a thing he did like he would make focaccia and he'd bring it into the office and he'd make different ones so like Every few weeks, another focaccia would appear in the kitchen and we'd all be like, oh, like, yeah, give me some of that. And he gave me the recipe because I said, I really want to make this. And I believe he made it in a cast iron <gasps> frying pan. 
because mm. it was always like a round, a round okay. loaf essentially. Yeah. Um, and he gave me the recipe and I think I've lost it somewhere mm. along the way since I left. So what kind of uh, toppings work. did he put on the focaccia bread? You said herbs. he brought different ones. Okay. Like herbs, sage and rosemary. Sage. So he'd make that mm-hmm. or the next time it would be like Parmesan. Nice. Or like, I don't know, I can't even remember now, but just different herbs and flavorings. And um, it was so good that I really wanted to make it and then I never did. So. And this cookbook says various ingredients can be worked into the dough or served as a topping. Cheese, ham, olives, onions, mm. oregano, pancetta, uh, rosemary. I mean, there's ones that have anchovies, capers, chicory, fennel. Mm. Oh, oh my God. Like you can just, if we get this basic recipe down, we can just add whatever we like to it whenever we like. You nice. know, mm. it's one of those recipes where this is kind of a basic start. And yeah. once you figure it out, you can put your own thing into it. And mm-hmm. that's kind of my favorite is each time making it a little bit different and a little bit better. So the two questions I had, because if I, <laughs> I'm going to allow you to do this first, <laughs> I'm going to get the tips and then I'm going to try it. You got it. Kind of like the empanadas you made last weekend. Yes. <laughs> oh. But um, you're talking about active yeast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you're talking about all-purpose flour or pizza flour? Ooh, you know what? I never look that deep into these things. Unbleached all-purpose flour. Okay. And uh, then when you said pizza pan, what is a pizza pan? Like, is that just like a... Some sort of sheet that you would bake pizza on? Like I have those round um, pizza pans. I think I'm not going to do that. I think I'm going to do this on my pizza stone. Um, I love the cast iron idea too. I think you'd have to play around because the heat with the cast iron is different, right? It's, right. Be hotter. It's, yeah. It's because those pans get so hot and they hold mm-hmm. their heat that you'd really, especially on the barbecue, I think you'd really have to play with. I'd have to be careful, but the pizza stone can be like that too. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's where like, I've kind of learned to heat up the barbecue and then put my thing in and turn off the burner underneath so it doesn't overheat because it will always overshoot the air temp. If I keep okay. the burner on un- directly underneath, underneath, I keep my side yeah. burners on. So it kind of just maintains the heat all around everything rather than directly on it. Right. And it sounds like it'll bake quickly. And it's only 15 minutes. So ah. <laughs> you'll be peeking in the barbecue, like watching it under the crack. That's what I'd be doing. Like, oh, what's happening in there? Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm pumped about this. I think it, if I can figure this out, um, get ready for more carbs in your no, life. No, no. <laughs> can you somehow make it carb free? <laughs> no, I, <know. laughs> I refuse. I know. We might have to uh, do our workout sessions five days a week yeah. after yeah. this <laughs> instead of three. I'll just put the focaccia at the top of the hill. When we're running, hill, yes, <laughs> you run up to the top of the hill and you dip it in your, eat it and then you run yeah. back, <laughs> or put it, or hang it from a stick away from our mouths as we try to get yeah. toward it, <laughs> like a carrot. Yeah, <laughs> I would not run for a carrot, but I might run for focaccia. We've got possible focaccia, a delicious focaccia bread, and a workout plan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> excellent thanks Aaron (laughs) one of the same no I think that'll I think it'll be a really good I love having like a bread on the side of a soup or on the side of a meal I think in the pizza episode we got talking about putting flowers and things 
yeah. on yes. like making it almost like a breadstick. You could do this with focaccia. You could put yeah. your zucchini flower and your other flowers and herbs and things from your garden and really play do with Do you them. have any flowers out yet? Not yet. Not yet. By the time this episode comes out, <gasps> you'll be such that an old be. pro that maybe we could take a photo with like your focaccia with. That's a good idea. Oh my gosh. I didn't think about that. Oh, that sounds great. That's going to be really tasty, Erin. I can't wait to try it. Yeah, I think yeah, this will be, this is the perfect time to try this. I've, this has been earmarked in that book forever. And I'm so excited someone else is playing with dough. Like, yay, <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. That's my go-to. I started out cooking. I started out baking. Mm-hmm. That's my go-to. I, mm-hmm. I like yeah. working with bread. Because now I'm curious about French bread. You know how to, you have a recipe for that. Hey, I've got one in my French cookbook. Ooh, I have yet I... to try. So I'll share, I'll share. You can try it. When you say you, I hope you're looking at Aaron at this point. <laughs> Sarah, you just said you want to make French bread. I do. So I'm looking at, I, I'm looking at you right now. And the French bread at a regular grocery store is just doesn't cut it, especially it's when crown. you have been <laughs> to Europe and tried mm-hmm. their French bread, right? It doesn't oh, taste so the good. same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I can't wait to try this and share it with you guys. And ooh, maybe I'll even save a little bit of soup so you can have the soup. bread because this soup is so good I love okay yes please so I'll see that I make extra and then I'll I'll put a little bit it might not be might only be a couple spoonfuls I will put (laughs) that's okay I'll put some aside so you can have some focaccia and some soup nice thank you yummy can't wait good luck to you okay we'll be right back focaccia is not only made as a savory bread can also be topped with sugar, honey, cinnamon, berries, plums, and other stone fruits. I can't wait for summer fruit season. Welcome back and let's find out from Erin how her focaccia turned out. So was it fantastic or was it a different kind of f-word experience? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It wasn't bad. But my feeling is, is that I didn't make what I was imagining I was making. <laughs> oh, well, yes and no. So let me take you through what I did. Just making a very basic yeast dough. And it's similar to a pizza dough, only it rises twice rather than once. And I have pizza dough in the oven today. And I had to remind myself that it's only mm. rising once. I'm not making focaccia. Don't. Don't mess this up. <laughs> You're really confusing yourself by making all these breads. I know it's a, oh, well, well, <laughs> anyway, so um, I let it double, punched it down, let it double again. And then um, I was able to let it while it rose. I heated up my barbecue and got it nice and smoking hot and put my pizza stone on there in the 30 minutes that it had to rise. Once I had rolled it out and stuck my little finger holes in it. I noticed there were some big bubbles. Oh, that was like sign one. Like, oh, this is maybe I didn't proof it enough. Like I had done the one hour proof, punched it down and then did the second hour proof and thought, well, whatever, you know, like I'm not going to go back now. You've kind of already committed (laughs) once you've got to that one where I was at. And so I noticed those big bubbles and thought, hmm. And that's not what you want. I don't know what you should be looking for. So based on the description of it telling me that it's usually cut into slabs and sold by weight, Mm. it's a fairly thin bread. And while there's lots of 
it, it bubbles in it, but it's very densely packed. So it's many mm-hmm. little bubbles and the mm. outside's usually crispy or, or like, um, harder. Yeah. And then the inside's like soft and bready. So that's not what happened really. <laughs> so, you know, first, first sign that something's not going right was these big bubbles. And I was like, uh, maybe I could have let it rise for longer next time because the it first time or the second time, I don't know. Overall, <laughs> I don't know. all i know is it didn't go well so i would say maybe i should spend some more time letting it rise it was very light and fluffy when it came out of the barbecue and i mean it was all it was delicious we ate it we dipped it in the oil i liked the flavor i really liked the texture inside i thought it was really good inside it was soft and moist and not super dense like it was fluffy enough like i loved the where the spots were, where it hadn't had those big bubbles. I liked the texture. And then the outside was just kind of like a bun. Yeah. Was it? I, okay. (laughs) I thought it wasn't as hard on the outside as I expected it to be. Maybe it's been a long time since I've had a focaccia, but it really was freaking good. (laughs) It was very, the flavor. So delicious. I'm I'm glad you guys like the flavor too, but I, I feel like it wasn't focaccia it was bread it was yummy Mm. it wasn't focaccia and one of the things that makes me think this is my my big bubbles and then in our last episode we had also talked about how we watched salt fat acid heat Mm -hmm. and that her episode on fat she's in Italy and she's making this focaccia and oh yes I remember that oh Mm -hmm. I think we've all just been like oh I want to be in that place yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so I went back and I watched that again yeah like it was my bread was too light and fluffy and not crispy enough on the outside and Mm. the process was different it seemed like it had risen more, like it was yes. taller, taller, yeah, than mm-hmm. I was expecting. Yeah, yes. So maybe that's where kind of that more of that air came into. It made it rise up more. Yeah, and maybe you just invented a new bread mm. recipe because it was good. I'd eat it, <laughs> it again. It was so good. Yeah, and and then you you gave it to us with that lentil stew. Oh, oh that's right. I forgot mm. I packed you guys that lunch. That was so and then, good. Oh, and I didn't, oh, that was my lunch, by the way. That was my lunch for that day. And the kids were kind of like fluttering around me going, can I have another piece? Can I have another piece? And I'm like, go away, go away. <laughs> but the only, because when you dropped it off, you had said, oh, I think I kind of effed this up. <laughs> <laughs> I effed up the focaccia bread. the only thing that then I was maybe gave me an idea of what you may have meant was when I saw the picture of it it looked Mm -hmm. like it was quite risen and that was the that's it I'll still take it 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 was so delicious right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. for sure I also thought I expected more of those dimples on the top. That's right. Yeah. It kind of, like you said, it was more like a bun. It was a bit smoother on the surface than I expected that it might be. Yeah. 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 And I think that might've been that rising. All those dimples got kind of pushed up. I also noticed that um, I possibly didn't have my barbecue hot enough. Because what temperature was this supposed to go It was supposed to to bake at 450. 450. Well, that's pretty hot. Mm -hmm. And so... I got the barbecue temperature up there when I first put the stone on, but then I think 
I didn't let it warm up enough. And then when I put my bread on, the stone wasn't as hot as it needed to be. And so it actually, I think would, I would say I actually cooked it at a lower temperature, which also was my, so that was my other thing that I think I did that may have messed this up. So when you say that those big bubbles happened in your dough, did, are you suggesting that it was overproofed or too much yeast? Uh, Not proofed enough. Like I was almost thinking that, you know, through the process of making it rise twice, we are really putting the yeast through their gears, right? Like they're not as active. They're not as excited and ready to to make more gas (laughs) essentially for us. And, (laughs) and so we've kind of, you know, we've, we've let them do it the first time we've let them do it the second time. And so in that last 30 minutes, we want them to do a lot of little, you know, like we want a lot of little bubbles, not like, Oh, I'm really excited. And I'm going to just go at it. (laughs) Okay. So I love how the the bubbles are now getting voices. Yeah. (laughs) They're, they're becoming characters. They're beasts. (laughs) I'm getting too big. This is, this is how I think science guys, everyone has a personality. (laughs) Erin, I need more time here. I need more time. (laughs) Back off. (laughs) I will still be delicious. Hey, Sarah's proteins talked in one of our last episodes. (laughs) So I'm going (laughs) to, I'm not the only one. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) So then, um, so these were the two things that I spotted as uh, it needed more time to rise because the yeast was still too excited by the time it was just doing that final rest before baking it. So I think it needed longer rising time. And I think my barbecue needed to be hotter. So it's been a little while since we recorded this first, the first half. So I had extra time and I decided to go and make another focaccia bread and see if oh. I could correct it and do it a little bit better. And, and maybe see if some of these things I thought were wrong are the things that are wrong. So I let it rise this time instead of, so it was an hour pretty much for each rise that I did the first time. And it pretty much doubled in that time. So instead I let it triple in size. Okay. Instead of going like double in size, I let it triple. So it went from one to three and that took about an hour and a half to hour 45. So in total, I added an extra hour to my rising more, Hmm. more or less. And so when I punched it down and put my little um, dimples into the bread, and then let it sit when I came back after 30 minutes, it had not over there were no big bubbles on it. And so I thought, Ooh, this is good. Maybe I've solved one of my problems. And then I did what I should have done the first time. And I let my stone come up to temperature after right. I put it onto the barbecue, it definitely turned out a lot better this, the second time. It was a more consistent disc shape. It didn't do that big rise in the middle. Right, right, right. It had the dimple stayed in a little bit better. Yeah. It definitely, like it could have cooked at a hotter heat. Honestly, I could have left it and get it crunchier. Mm. Oh, okay. You know, like I like that crispy outside of the bread. And, yeah. you know, it didn't, it, it was more crispy, but it wasn't as crispy as it in my opinion, could be. So my next try, I'd like to do the pan, the cast iron pan that you mentioned that your coworker Mm -hmm. did with Mm -hmm. his focaccia, because I think that might help my temperature situation. So it's definitely getting better. So you're still working on it. 
Though I still, I, I do think that you invented a great bread and you should find a name for it and market it because it was, it was good. Mm-hmm. And what did you put, you, you put in like rosemary or? I put sage in, only sage. sage. Oh, only sage. Okay. I would have thought rosemary too, but okay. It was really tasty. Yeah. I only did sage on it. So I really liked that. Again, I would love to play with that when we have some fresh sage out in the yard yeah, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I mean, instead of getting a bread at the grocery store, I would make this instead of a French bread and okay. use it in the same sort of way. And that's yeah. essentially what I did the second time I made it, even though it turned out more focaccia like it was still better to have this bread than like one of those crappy loaves that I don't know, I just feel so disappointed with store bread. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> lately yeah so and I mean I think I kind of messed it up pretty good the first time you know I didn't let it rise enough I kind of didn't get the temperature totally right you know it didn't totally mess up the bread this was still delicious yeah yeah totally even if you mess it up a little bit and you're not the greatest cook with bread or you're intimidated by bread because you're like oh I don't want to I don't want to mess it up I think this is a really awesome recipe to start getting yourself familiar with making bread. And I mean, totally. I make bread all the time and I still screwed it up. So <laughs> oh, but look what happened. Like not because it was hard, but just because I wasn't focusing as much on things. <laughs> you were aiming for like a denser, right. less risen bread. Well, all you got was a taller, fluffier piece of awesome bread. Like, yeah, it was yeah. like, <laughs> You, you can't say you screwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> you can't call that a failure. You just, it's no. just a different bread than you were expecting. That's it's an all. invention. Yeah. So good. True enough. So when you, when you dropped the focaccia bread off and you said you focaccia'd it up, I actually went to Gennaro, the one of the cookbooks <gasps> that I have by Gennaro Contaldo just to see if he had anything written in it. Yes. And this was quite a few weeks ago. So I, I, I can't remember everything, but he said, okay. That focaccia bread in Italy, unlike what we think it is, is actually a whole bunch of different kinds of breads. But the one that we are talking about that you made that I know of Mm -hmm. um, is from a specific place. But focaccia doesn't actually mean that. Focaccia just means kinds of breads or something like that. So Mm, focaccia might look completely Uh. different from what we're used to. Um, in a different region in Italy. Right, right. So maybe you made a specific one. You don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was reading about that in this book too, because it talks about, you know, in this region, it's called this. In another region, it's called that. This one, it's like this. The other one, it's more like Mm. a breadstick. You know, like there's all these, and you can make breadsticks using the same kind of recipe. Like you can do like Mm. roll it into individual Mm. things. And I was like, oh, that might have to be something I take on too. (laughs) When I have time. But, you know, to just whip this up as a, on the side of a soup kind of bread, like it doesn't need to be anything special or Italian. And honestly, I thought it was better than some of the white breads I've made where I've tried to make like a white bread loaf. And yeah. I struggle with that interior being how I want it to be. I was like, this is the interior I want in my bread loaf. So I thought it was better than like a white dinner bun. Mm-hmm. And I love good old white bread dinner bun. Yeah, me butter. too. Yeah. I love that. And I thought this was better. I would totally rather yeah. have that. Yeah. And yeah. the spice, I mean, the herbs in it yeah. were delicious. Mm. Yeah. I really liked that sage. 
Mm-hmm. So what made you think that you, you should have proved it to three times the size? I, I honestly just a shot in the dark. Okay. It was something I could measure because I'm using like the Tylenol cup for my kids' children's right. Tylenol. And right. they had one, two, the and three hat. mils on right. it. <laughs> so I was like, all right, if I let it go up to the next step, instead of doubling it, it's tripling it. That's, um, right. that was my only, I did not read anywhere. I did not get anyone's okay. advice. Okay. I just yeah. kind of, I'm, I'm MacGyvered it. I'm going to use Heather's. Term. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the I way we do feel. it. <laughs> Who knew you nice. could wing it with Very bread? Nice. You wouldn't yeah. think you should wing it with a yeast bread. And yet, uh, look at that. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I say yeah. everyone who wants like a fresh loaf of bread on their table, go for this. This gives me yeah. some hope because I'm not a bed br- bread baker. Yeah. Because I don't like to mess around. I don't want to deal with the the rising and the proofing and the blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But if you can fail at it and it still turns out to be an awesome loaf of bread, <laughs> then I probably would make it because I wouldn't worry about it as much. Right? I'd say anyone should be excited to give this a try. And you could put, and you could put all your own flavors in. And that's what I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to. Like I was talking to the kids about it and we have tarragon in our yard and I put tarragon nice. in my chicken noodle mm. soup. And my son was like, oh, we should make this with tarragon. And I was like, oh, you're nice. so right. And, and I have chives and we can make it with chives. Mm. Like you can put it in, you can put anything in it. So I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should make this bread. Do it. Even if it's not exactly right, I think you'll still be happy with your bread in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like the recipe, please. You got yeah. it. My children would like the recipe, please. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how hard I had to had to fight <laughs> to, yeah. to have that bread saved for you guys so that they wouldn't eat yeah. it the first time? Because yeah. I, I think I, I do. Half a I loaf. think I do. <laughs> and I had already, I packaged yours up and I hid it because as soon as they saw only half the loaf was there and it was already gone, they were like, where are the girls' packages? I was like, you don't need to know. <laughs> no, they should know by now. There's always some reserve to, sh- to give away. Well, good job, Erin. We quite enjoyed that bread. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm glad. Thank you. And, and the stew. I'm so glad. The lentil stew. Oh, yeah, I want to know how you like Yeah, I wanted to ask what that recipe, where is that recipe from? And I know you make it quite often. Mm, it is also from my A Cook's Tour of Italy book. Oh, you should, oh okay. Um, you should borrow this book for me and, mm-hmm. uh, and go through it because it's, uh, yeah, it's a gooder. That was really tasty. Yeah, I like that mm-hmm. lentil soup. I feel like, oh, the kids, the kids are coming around to it as well because the night that we had this with the focaccia, like they didn't even complain about the lentils. They just ah. oh, because mm. of the focaccia, I bet. Mm. Oh, and I, you know what? They even dipped it in the balsamic and the oil, even though it oh, looked well, really nice. weird. That's that's the best, the best part, way. Right? Yeah. But my kids like yeah. my kids smell it, the plate full of the oil and the vinegar, and they're like, this yeah. kind of smells like vinegar. And they get like their backs up and I'm like, yeah, but if you just, you know, dip a little bit in and then eat it and they're like, oh, this is really tasty. So no, it just, it seemed like such a fat because we were going for a picnic after. So I had mm. the kids lunches all packed up and, and then Aaron comes with, like, it felt so fancy <laughs> lentil soup with focaccia bread. <laughs> get away from me, kids. <laughs> Go eat your PB and J. I'm having my That's soup. Right. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, I'm glad. Delicious. You I'm going to give it a try too. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll pass this book around like the pasta bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. And uh, 
And one uh, of these days you are going to make the pasta in a pie. And one of these days I will, I will go back to this pasta (laughs) in a pie thing. I I do promise I will do that. On a cold snowy day or something. Yeah. Yes. I think. I think that's what we have to bring in the, bring in the first snowfall maybe. Yeah. And, and we have to be able to eat that one together. Yeah. Because the pie crust is not going to hold up to be transported if it's got pasta in it. You know what I mean? It's That's one of those true. things you got to make and eat in Such place. Such an odd idea, whoever came up with <laughs> it, that. It is an odd idea. <laughs> it's somebody who really needed carbs that they were like, I need yeah. all the carbs. <laughs> they were carb loading for an adventure race or something. <laughs> they were gonna swim across the Mediterranean and they need yeah. to put the carbs in the carbs and give me all the carbs with uh, a pint of beer. Yes, on the oh, side. It's starting to sound really good. Let's. Oh, can you tell we're Definitely. getting hungry and it's almost <laughs> dinner time? Like, I just want to eat all the food. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for um, letting me share this uh, journey with you guys because I've wanted to make that forever and I'm so Delicious glad to, journey. to do it with mm-hmm. you. It's way more yeah. fun that way. <laughs> totally. Because my husband won't talk this long about food with me. <laughs> I need to bring it to you guys. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate it. Yes. All right. Well, that's it for this time. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. And now for the fine print. You can find recipe information and photos on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. Why don't you leave us a comment and give us ideas for future episodes? We'd love to hear from you. And of course, if you like and subscribe and follow, all of those things help other people find us. It's like, I have good, but it's a bit too salty.